Grace and peace to you, and welcome to a special broadcast of Reaching for Real Life Radio. As today we're going to step away from the pulpit, the teaching series from Pastor Sean Azaro at River City Community Church, and play for you a recent recording from the Reaching for Real Life podcast with Pastor Sean. Now, if you enjoy the teachings of Sean every week here on the radio, you will love the podcast, which can be found on all the major platforms, including iTunes and Spotify, and of course, at reachingforreallife.org. And the one that happened this past week was so good, we thought you might enjoy this ride as Pastor Sean's wife, Lori Azaro, joins the conversation. They talk about their marriage and a whole lot more. It's a lot of fun. Hope it's a blessing to you. This is Reaching for Real Life Radio. Well, again, let's let's just dive in, and if I can kind of back up and yep. say, um, I mean, Lori, you listened to the program. You were sitting right next to it, yes. but we wanted to get your perspective on a lot of the other things. Okay. And so if we can, uh, one of the hot topics there is communication and marriage, and right. and uh, mm-hmm. how do you maybe fight fair? Y'all guys don't fight, do you? You guys have been... <sighs> Baron, we're pastors. We're pastors. <laughs> what, why do you got to bring sin into this yeah. sanctimonious yeah. house? Righteous yeah. anger is, uh, is in the Bible, yeah. right? No, uh, yeah, that's... no. We, we, we sometimes I'm sorry. I'm do. Sorry. I wanted her perspective. <laughs> <laughs> He's used to doing all the talking, which works for How me. About... But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. See, I was going to be rude, but yeah. honey, we'd all like to hear your perspective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, communication for us was a really big one because we both communicate very differently. Um, he's very verbal and I am not. And he came from a family that just kind of throws it all out there and says whatever. And then they're fine 30 seconds later. And I was not raised that way. So that's been, uh, that's been an interesting um, place for us that we've grown these years. And so it's better now, way better. But I mean, man, when we first got married, you could ask our friends. Yeah. We were kind of laughing. Well, here's, here's the way it would work. Because she, what she said is exactly right. My family, you would kind of duke it out. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, really just. Blah. Yeah, you guys. Okay. Uh, you knew us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I saw you guys hold each other down. And yeah, exactly. throw down. I'm not talking about me and my brothers. I'm just talking about the whole family. Oh. Yes, my brothers and I would do that. Okay. I didn't jump on her. No. Or, you know. No, but, but we would fight and yell and say all this stuff. And then, oh, it's okay. 30 minutes later, yeah. we're over it. All right. Well, her family didn't. They didn't talk about stuff like that. And they, they, it was it was much more uh, reserved. You know, if we over communicated in a disagreement, they meant maybe under communicated. And so our first disagreement and it, you know, it was mm. like, I don't remember what it was over. Oh, sure you don't. But I'm sure she does. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was, I mean, we, we started going out and I'm just like, you know, it's heated, it gets a little more, it goes beyond the, you know, little conversation. Well, I think this, you know, and you're trying to be all polite. And then all of a sudden all that's gone. It's like, and, and I just go, you know, and almost like Rapid spin. Fire. Yeah, yeah. I almost spin my, yeah. my yeah. pistols and blow in. on them and put them back yeah. in my deal. Exactly. And I'm like, that woman, she knows who's boss now. I told her. And then which eye started leaking? <laughs> oh, no, she did. I no. wilted. I'm like, oh. you know, she did. Little- <laughs> she walks away, little tear. It's exactly right. But then yeah. it's like three days, the cold warrior here, Ooh. and way more endurance. I'm 30 minutes. I'm trying to. <laughs> Three 30 days. minutes, three days of the qu- of the silent treatment. I'm like, wow. honey, yeah, come on, let's talk. It takes that long to recover. Yeah, so so we had to learn that we had to do communication differently. Yeah, mm. yeah. and so we've done everything from um, writing letters to one another to, you know, if it just gets too much going for a walk or just walking away from it and coming back and having discussions about it. Um, and also learning over the years, when's a good time to approach a topic that, you know, probably is going to have some ah. discussion. Can you, got, can you dive in a little bit more on that? How do you manage that? 
depending on the conversation. <laughs> Midnight right before you go to bed <laughs> is the no, best no, 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 time. Don't let the bring up a really <laughs> difficult, volatile we're not issue. Gonna, yeah, we're not going to do it at the end of the day. We're yeah. not going to do it before a big ministry weekend or a ministry event. Um, or or if either one of us f- is feeling really passionate about it right then, we're just going to give it a little bit of time and space and know, okay, we need to be relaxed. We need to be rested. Yeah. <laughs> and then let's talk about it. Yeah, and so. I, think, I think some of it is also knowing – you know, she would want to walk away and not talk about things. And I, I needed to learn she's an internal processor. Mm-hmm. It's not that she didn't want to talk about it. In fact, she really didn't want to talk about it, right? But she wanted some time. I'm a, I'm a debater. I'm a communicator. And that's where the letter writing comes in. Mm. Sometimes I needed just to give her time and space. Okay, say, hey, I want to talk about this. I, I didn't like the way this went. Or here's my perspective. And then let her take mm-hmm. a few hours to think about it. And she would always come back. Okay, always come back and go, okay, here's my thoughts, da 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 And that would give her the time to formulate her thoughts and think about it. Other times, if it was, you know, we had a really kind of maybe something that we both felt strongly about and we couldn't seem to, to talk about well, uh, writing letters was a huge deal because it allowed, it, there was no debate. Yeah, It allowed her to say the things that she wanted to say without, you know, worrying about me rebutting or anything like that and me the same thing Mm. it allowed me to write things to her and her to take them then and and go think about them hear them without any other tone or any other things it really and it's only been a few times in our married life that we've we've done that but we've recommended that to lots Mm -hmm. of couples because it's such a great way to say okay i'm not gonna we're we're not gonna make this a debate we're not gonna get into the you always you never stuff Mm -hmm. we're here's we think on the issue and almost every time one of those type things back and forth, maybe, and then we could sit down and talk because one, we truly heard the other, mm. you know, and mm. that's what, that's what reading that letter does. I and get it takes to hear the emotion her. out of it. I yep. think. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. then when the, when the ceremony is over there, do you burn the letter? Does it, what happens to that? Does oh it, no, we no. have all those. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <No>. I don't know. <laughs> I probably actually do have my, <laughs> oh, God, those not are all, that I reread those them, are right? all coming back. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's part of the story though, guys. I mean, what a testimony is this? You said you mentioned this in, in counseling as an idea mm. there too. Now, did you get right. that advice in premarital counseling? How did that come to you? you know, I don't remember premarital that. counseling, we didn't have, we didn't have <laughs> very good counseling. <laughs> I think we had like one session. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can, I can see it. You know what? My wife and I had the same thing. But my pastor, yeah, I know you and Shan so well. Here, read this, and uh, that was that, was, that it. was a little that bit. Was he he yeah. was a friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, you know, a guy I really loved and thought. And you know, there was a little bit of yeah. just kind of okay. You know this. You know this. Yeah. You know this. Um, I, I guess, you know, now we, when we do premarital counseling through River City, we have assessments. You know, one, I don't oversee now. it, right? Yeah. I, I do it sometimes, but even then, Mark McLemore, who oversees our Grow Ministries, mm-hmm. uh, he, and he's just marriage and family is a specialty of his. You know, he has assessments that people give that they take. And the beauty of those assessments are they just let us know what we need to talk about. Mm. Yeah. You know, you, if you communicate differently, or maybe you have vis- different visions of what home life and home responsibility should be, that's okay. You can work that out. It's not good to find out after you're married, right. though. Right. It's really yeah. nice to process those and learn about those before. Right. So you didn't know about the way he communicates before you got married? We, I she mean, I knew, I, knew how he, I knew she how he and his brother fought, but yeah, I just, I guess He'd I didn't. He'd never fight that way with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, and you know, the thing is, it's true. I mean, we we dated from the time our first date was until we got married. It was a year. Mm-hmm. And we were really good friends. We would spend hours and hours and hours talking. Our families were really good friends. Yeah, we so also families knew each were other. really sure. close. So we knew each other. Um, but, you know, things change when you, get, yeah. <laughs> when you get married. A little bit. So, yeah. So another hot topic in the early days there, and I don't know what mm-hmm. it's like now, but money. Yeah. Was that uh, something for oh, you guys? Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Day yeah, one, no. we wrote that budget and lived by yeah. it every single day. No. Sean <laughs> and I are exact opposites in every way, from communication to how we spend money to what we do with our free time. So money was another big one. Um, and yet you attracted to each other. And that's, yeah, but uh, again, those are things, I guess, that you really don't know that much about when your, you're your premarital dating. counsel you're not you don't have right a combined checking account you don't necessarily work off of one budget you mm-hmm. know when you're dating so. yeah you just don't you, you don't yeah. know it, but i will tell you okay let me tell you the end of the story first that has been one of the great blessings of our life right ah. yeah. our difference in this yeah. area it's also been one of the greatest points of conflict early in our marriage it's not so much anymore yeah. but early in our marriage it was a point of conflict but both of us balanced brought strengths into into that and we'll talk about that right. in just a moment here but yeah. but just to know that when you learn to understand the other person, understand that that person who you just go, man, they're just so careless with money. Sometimes they have an open-handed generosity that can really be a blessing and there's something going on and, and there's something you need to learn about lightening up. And that person, you go, man, they're so tight and they're always p- pinching the pennies. And well, that person is actually caring for resources and walking in stewardship. And there's such a blessing in that. Right. So we found that. We found yeah. That. And in fact, the older we get, the longer we've been married, we're kind of... Where I was on this extreme and he was that extreme, we're kind of crossing over, and oh. he's becoming a little bit more, more generous like I was. and not so cheap. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. He was that was more him. No, he no, was no. a spender. Oh. I was the saver. So yeah, oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you, sure. you wouldn't think that, no, would no. you? Man? I guess. I guess yeah. it's uh, raising yeah. his head. It's like, wait a minute. I work with you now, and you're so dang cheap. I, I can't imagine. It's only because you joke about it so much. God, I love um, it. Actually, here's the deal. I when we got married, I, I did. I wasn't taught. I just wasn't taught resources, yeah. money, how to deal with it. My parents had a lot of money and then they lost a lot of money. Mm. And so, and we did, we just didn't talk about it. Budgets, mm. things like that. They ne- we were never brought into that. She was the opposite of the spectrum. Mm. I mean, her, her parents are very careful with their resources. They take that as a very serious responsibility. She was trained mm. in that regard. Yeah. But I think also it's personality. I think personality traits. I'm just, he's a much more, let's just go for it kind of person. And I'm much more, let's know, let's just make sure we have everything that we need before we go. So it's not just training. I think it's right. pers- yeah. personality as well. Well, and that's some of the good part though. I mean, Lori did. She, she was very conservative in regard to resources. And she's, you know, when I say that conservative yet generous, mm-hmm. you know, she has a generous heart and she, she wants to, to, to make our money count. Okay. Yeah. I, one of my values, I don't state it a lot, but I like freedom and I, I, I want to walk in freedom. I think God created us for freedom. Um, and so I don't want to think and worry a lot about money. I'm not one who obsesses about money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, one thing you discover biblical principles of finance understanding a budget, living with a budget is the key to actually being financially free, yeah. right? Ignoring your money is not a path to financial freedom. Mm. That's a path to prison. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And your car's paid yeah. off too, right? It is, Baron. It is. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I think the, the thing about that too is knowing where your strengths are mm-hmm. and not being threatened by the other person's strengths. So in our marriage, we did, I paid the bills he, we would work on the budget, set the budget together. I would pay the bills, but when there was things that went outside that budget, 
he kind of handled that and we would agree or disagree, but bottom line, we would let him make that decision as the, I have this problem because my wife does the bills. Yeah. And so if I want to do something nice for my wife and put on a card, she gets the bill and goes, what's this? Oh yeah. Oh Oh, no kidding. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, no, I have to hide. I have How do you to, do I that? To, I have, As a man. Well, Tell if you, me. no, you got to have a card that you got on the side, oh. right? Or something, you know, or, or a work card that you can reimburse or something yeah. where you get, cause yeah, she, no, she's checking the account. Yeah. She's, you know, yeah, yeah. I think she's got a little alarm on her phone. <laughs> he spent something. <laughs> nice. What are you doing at Talbot's? <laughs> exactly. I know. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, I, I think though that's, that's where. One, I can see it's very obvious how much I've benefited from her financial wisdom and mm-hmm. her and her concern. So that has been a, a gift. But I think she would tell you, and you know, maybe, sure. maybe you can yeah. tell that my kind of not worrying so much about it, my being willing to say, okay, here's our plan. We did our best, and we've moved this far. We didn't get as far as we wanted this month. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. You know, absolutely. God's our provider. Right. We're going to be absolutely fine. So the the kind of loosening up on that. Yes, okay. absolutely. All right, so you brought up the God thing. Uh, let's talk about uh, <laughs> the, the, the God, God thing. thing. <laughs> well, the whole reason why we're here right, right, is exactly. this thing called holy matrimony. And last yes. time when we were chatting on the phone, uh, coming back from Galveston, uh, and we're talking about resources. And, and Sean, you said you've got your devotionals and you've got yours. Mm-hmm. And you've got your own Bible plan and you've got yours. Yep. How do y'all meet in the middle? Where's the, where do you share the playing field when it comes to your, your marriage relationship with the Lord? Our marriage relationship with the Lord. Well, we do individually have our quiet time, but there are, there are big things that we pray for together or if we're going through something with our family or with the church, we're coming together with that. There have been seasons where we've gone through books together or plans mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. but basically it's in it's an individual pursuit. But we, you know, how can I pray for you? Yeah. What's going on? You know, what are you reading? Well, Sharing different insights that we're gleaning from our readings with one another and things like that. we'll just sit in the morning and, and if yeah. we're having a coffee and because you're talking, right? right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one of the kids is going through this or one right. of the grandkids. Oh, well, let's pray. Yeah. Right. And so it's very, cool. for us, it's very natural. It's organic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it used to be, and I, I talked about this a little, little bit more. By the way, I need to correct something. Please. Thank you. Boom. Last time when talking about this, I said, you know, what's the country song? And I attributed it to Garth Brooks. Oh, oh did I get some? I got some. Oh, <laughs> uh, it is George Strait who uh-huh. sang the song, She Knows Me uh-huh. Better Than That. Right. Okay. And just talks about how well she knows you. And it's, it's trying, sometimes it's hard to be spiritual yeah. when you're, with this person who knows you so well, she knows that you don't want to do the dishes yeah. and, oh, dude, you left underwear in the closet yeah. floor again. You know, yeah. I mean, Because of that, it's sometimes hard. And, and I think, I don't know when that, it just gradually got, went away. And I yeah. just, we did it early in our marriage, but it felt to me I had to work it more. more it. And now it's so fluid and natural. We really, it really is. It's just like, we don't care if we're driving. If, she right. gets a text from somebody and it's like, oh, hey, we need to pray for this one. Pray while we're driving, yeah. while she's driving, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll just pray or, or like I said, having coffee in the morning or wherever. We were just very comfortable sharing our spiritual life. Yeah. Life. And I will say when, when the kids were still at home, we were, we did have family stuff that we did sure. together because we, yeah, I was real intentional. We were real intentional about having family meals together, family breakfast praying. together, praying, a devotional that we're going through, something that we're walking through with the kids. And so that way we were all on the same mm-hmm. page. And it was very regular and stuff. It kind of changes when you don't have kids in the house anymore. Hey, I want to stop and talk about that. Okay. Because you just got a gem. If you're listening to this right now, you just got a gem, a parenting, a marriage gem that you need to grab onto. Because it was. You know, we had a ministry life. We were planting a church. You know, kids have schedules. We all have schedules. 
I was supportive, but Lori was militant. Mm. Okay. I was always supportive, but she was militant. We were going to have, at first it was like five dinners together a week. <laughs> and then as the kids got into junior high and high school, it, it, we, I think we settled on three a week, but it was going to be, we are going to have at least three, four, whatever it is, sit down meals at the table. We're not on the phones. We're, you know, we, we'd have fun. We'd have a blast. We do. We love sure. movie bits. Yeah. We did movie bits like crazy. Both my kids are good impersonations. We do quiz each other on things. I'd quiz yeah. them on Bible stuff or on just movie stuff or whatever. We just had a lot of fun, but just the, that. By the way, what's the family movie? What's the uh, classic? Oh, there's too many. Ooh, too many. Right. Too many. Or big right. movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's too many. There's okay. just a million of them. Okay. Uh, the, that insistence. And because that was always, that's when we'd have a brief time of prayer. Yep. We'd right. share a scripture. Yep. We all, spiritual conversation was just normal. Very fluid. Again, right. we didn't, I mean, we didn't have to. I don't know. Our kids just... Because of the way I, I, I well, don't want to make that was because of you. Like my my personality is to be very systematic, very scheduled, very planned, and he is not so much that way. So it actually it actually created a really nice balance because the intentionality was there without the rigidity of it, and hmm. so it, it it was very natural. That's a good way to put that because hmm. the rigidity is what can ruin it. If you hmm. try to force someone into a meaningful conversation, a rebellion will set in there. Right. Yeah. Every parent knows yeah. that moment when all of a sudden you're in the car and they're open and they start talking about something. Yeah. And I don't care if the kid's got to be an hour late and you drive around the block 15 times. Take advantage of that mm. moment, right? Mm. Because those are golden. Those are precious. Mm. And in the same way, spiritual conversations. For us, it would be, it was very natural. They'd say, you know, oh, this kid, da 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 Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, what, you know, you guys, well, what do you think the Bible says about that? So in other words, it's not always, we did family devotionals like a lot, okay? When we had the devotional books and we'd read and we had the stuff we'd read at bedtime, all the stuff, always. But some of the most impact stuff was that thing to say, hey, what do you think God thinks about that? Mm. Well, what does the Bible say about it? You know, and just those kind of conversations um, so that it was never this separate, okay, now's our spiritual time. Right. It was, it was just way, God's a part of this life of ours and right. he's a part of everything. He's the leader of everything. Right. So, and family meals was where that happened. Real a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. of that happened. And mm-hmm. just, I, I just want to honor you, Lori, for, you know, because even though I was supportive and I'm a believer, I'm not super structured and intentional about things like that sometimes. So just her saying, nope, this is what we're doing. Nope. We're having dinner at such and such time. You know, the kids, mom, can I go? Nope. <laughs> you did that last night, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and I would be the enforcer, right? She, right. She's the, she's the rule maker and I'm the enforcer. You're the closer. Yeah. I'm the closer. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Put the coffee down. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You know, got to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And, and I just, Lori, I want to honor you because that is so huge and it was mm. so, so much like we have to this day, our kids go over they come over adults their spouses and we're all just talking we're talking over each other sometimes because everybody's communicating everybody's engaged and that started when they were little and the dinner table seems to be we we have a pool in a backyard and we had a party on labor day we couldn't get them to come outside they're all around the dinner table in the kitchen just sure. talk and talk and awesome. talking so that's cool yeah. as you honored Lori, i have a question for you okay as, as you just honored Lori, well, you've, you've done this before on this podcast one time mm-hmm. i asked you to honor your father Mm-hmm. And he did very well. Mm-hmm. I hope you heard that. Yeah, one. I did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Would you honor Ginger Zaro, his mother? Because I know she's oh, a hero yeah. of mine. She is. She was a woman of prayer who loved Jesus mm-hmm. and loved her family. And I attribute, and she was a woman of faith also. And I attribute his, uh, he's got a lot of good qualities, but his best qualities were from his mom. Mm-hmm. The, the example that she set, um, she 
loved Jesus with all her heart, and she loved her family. Jesus was first. Her kids were second, and she lived what she said she believed, and she was a woman of prayer, um, and my husband's a woman. A woman. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. Always my have. husband. <laughs> Sorry, really, babe. on the, the Sorry. podcast with Baron. <laughs> yeah, that was going to stick, huh? <laughs> good. No, but he's a man Christmas of prayer. Christmas party's coming. Yeah, That's going to get played exactly, back at the Christmas party. Exactly. Then bloopers. A man of prayer and a man mm-hmm. of faith. And that was that's from his mom. Yeah. And, and, and Lori's right. I, so, so much of what I learned about faith is from my mom. Yeah. So yeah. that's a... And, you know, I, I'm glad that my mom was crazy about Lori. I mean, uh-huh. to where you totally knew. If, oh, she if, always picked my side over his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a way to, yeah. by the way, if you're a parent and your kids, adult kids are arguing, you're married kids, and you get, you know, they, they always bring you into it. Yeah. Favor the in-law kid. Okay. Yeah. That's one that's a way to have your kid not come to you. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go to my mom because I knew she was totally going to take up for Lori because she, she just knew. You know, she believed, you know, if whoever's found a godly wife, you found a good thing. Mm. And she knew that I won the marriage lottery. And yeah. she uh, didn't, she didn't want me to mess that up. <laughs> so she just loved Lori and took her side. And, you know, my mom was a very fair-minded person. So if, if there was something she thought Lori needed to, you know, rethink or think about a little bit, she'd talk to her about it and then say, but yeah. you pray about it. And, then, and they had a very good relationship like that. Mm-hmm. There's so much I want to talk about. Maybe we need to have a part two or on this one. But uh, one of the topics in the last one was uh, marriage advice that, uh, Sean, you may have gotten. I want to put it on the table for you, Lori. What was some advice that you got or maybe you should have gotten? Yes, yes, yeah. (laughs) Lots of good stuff. But I think the one that stood out the most and has been the most practical and you use it all the time is that um, in a marriage relationship, you don't go into that relationship thinking that you're going to change that person. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the only person I was told the only person you can change is you. Mm. And so if you go in knowing, okay, this is for us, you know, we never allowed the D word, the divorce to come up. We knew, so we've got to work it out. However hard it is, however, um, difficult it may be. But the bottom line is I can only change me. Now I can take everything that I want to complain about to the Lord. Um, but I can't try to beat him over the head with it because it doesn't get anywhere. So I, God, you know, change me, um, help me to become more like you so that I can be a better wife so that we can have a better relationship. That was probably some of the best advice I'd gotten. That was, uh, from, uh, you know, Robin Schroeder, a good friend, Robin Schroeder, who was very, just a very good mentor friend to Lori when we were in that dating stage. Uh, my second observation is, um, while you, she has definitely taken that to heart. There were times when I wasn't sure you were taking it heart because there were things you were trying to change about me. Well, you're growing it. You're growing it. Okay. She, why can't you be? You know? yeah. You're growing it. Yeah, that's great. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we're a little bit over time here. I want oh, to make wow. this what? a radio show. What? I know. Can, oh. we do, can we do this again? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Right, let's do it. This great. is great because I want to talk about one your story. That's yep. people want to people. It's a fun story. Want to hear about that? And then and then we want to talk about the S word, you know, so ah, can uh, we do that sometime? Not here? the D word, the <laughs> S word. We're not talking about the S word. <laughs> that was a joke before. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> you don't want to get her going on that topic. My gosh. <laughs> you know, it sells, you know, we got to get those ratings up. <laughs> you better reviews. Come on. Sean and Lori, the bedroom edition. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> All right. Hey, will you guys uh, close us in prayer? 
Yes. Yeah, that'd be yeah. all right. Yes. You go ahead. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this time. I thank you for the gift of marriage. I thank you for that perfect design that you created for us to not walk through life alone, but with a partner. And I just pray um, for those that are listening, dear Father, that either are married or are looking at marriage or wanting to get married, dear Father, I just pray that you would draw each of them closer to you so that as they unite or as they walk through their day as a married couple, they would become more in love with each other. Jesus, I thank you that your spirit gives us all that we need. And I just pray, dear Jesus, that our marriages would honor you. In your name I pray. Lord, thank you so much for this time. I thank you for the amazing wife you gave me. And Lord, I just pray for people who are listening right now. I just pray that you would, uh, if maybe they're in a marriage situation that they're wrestling with something tough, I pray that you would help them to take that to you. Lord Jesus, it's true. As we come to you, we do draw closer to each other. Give each of us wisdom. And Lord, I pray for those maybe considering marriage. I pray that they would understand that you have that person in mind, Lord, and that you are the one who leads and help them to listen for your voice and follow and trust you with that. Lord, we are so thankful. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, if you enjoyed this conversation, and I know you did, and I think you know someone that needs to hear this as well, would you please share this podcast with them? We're Reaching for Real Life. More at reachingforreallife.org is the, boy, the, all the archives of all the great podcasts before. And again, we say God bless you, and thank you, Sean and Lori Azaro. Hey, thanks, Baron. Thanks. River City Community Church is a church for real life. Real life is what we were created for and what we're all about. In fact, our mission is more people living real life by passionately following Jesus. Hi, I'm Pastor Sean Azaro, and we believe we were made to have a life full of meaning and purpose that can only be found in relationship with our Creator. That's what real life is. It's not just a church thing. It's a way of living that powerfully impacts every area of our lives. River City is come as you are and has a relaxed, casual feel with practical teaching, inspirational worship, and age-appropriate ministry for the whole family. We're located a mile and a half outside of Loop 1604 on Lookout Road across from Rotama Park. Our current service times are 9.30 and 11.30 Sunday mornings. River City is a church for real life, and so our home on the web is reallife.org. We hope you'll come and see us as you travel the road to real life.